It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe right. Get your strip on. Use as directed. Good Wednesday morning. A major development in the Middle East overnight. Hostages held for weeks. Coming home soon. It is November 22nd. This is today. Israel and Hamas agreed to a temporary ceasefire in exchange for the release of dozens of hostages, women and children taken in the October 7th terror attack, set to be freed as families anxiously wait for word. We are waiting to see who will come back home. We'll take you inside those high stakes negotiations when the National Security Advisor joins us from the White House. Getaway day, millions of Americans on the move, catching flights and hitting the road in what may be the busiest Thanksgiving travel week ever. I wish I would have left yesterday or the day before. Meanwhile, Al is tracking rain, wind and snow that could throw a wrench in your plans. Everything you need to know before heading out for the holiday weekend. Tech turmoil, two powerful titans in the spotlight. One of the leaders in artificial intelligence back at the company he founded just days after being forced out. And Elon Musk under intensifying pressure as advertisers flee his platform X over his anti-Semitic posts. Fiery crash. A small plane goes down in the parking lot of a busy shopping center. Investigators now looking into what went wrong. Those stories plus 60 years later. President Kennedy died at approximately 1 o'clock Central Standard Time. Ceremonies today marking the anniversary of the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. The pieces of history unseen until now. This particular artifact has never been displayed before. And the lingering questions that may never be answered. We're live from Dealey Plaza in Dallas. And the final countdown. Hours away from Thanksgiving, we're serving up everything you need to know to get ready. Turkey tips, parade preps, and the host with the most, Ina Garten, is here live to answer your last-minute questions today, Wednesday, November 22nd, 2023. From NBC News, this is Today with Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Kotb. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza. Hi, everybody. Good morning. Welcome to today. Nice to have you with us on a Wednesday morning, 7 a.m. on the West Coast, Thanksgiving Eve. It has arrived, and so is getaway day. It's here, and the severe weather is here as well. This is a live look at Boston, where the rain is coming down hard. It's making for a messy commute. Well, that storm isn't just soaking the Northeast. It could also cause delays at airports. Here's the scene at LAX. Already bustling at this early hour on what could be the busiest day of the year. Passengers heading out early to make their way to Thanksgiving destinations. We've got it all covered, including Al's full forecast. But we do want to start with that breaking news overnight in the Middle East. Israel and Hamas reaching a deal. And here's how it breaks down. Hamas will release 50 hostages, mostly women and children, including some Americans, in exchange for 150 Palestinians held in Israeli prisons. They will be released 
in stages over a four-day pause in the fighting that could be extended if Hamas releases more hostages. In a moment, we will talk with the White House National Security Advisor, Jake Sullivan, from the White House this morning. But let's get right to NBC's chief international correspondent, Keir Simmons. He is in Tel Aviv now with the very latest on the details that just came in overnight. Hi, Keir, good morning. Savannah, good morning to you. A pause in the fighting for Thanksgiving morning. Hamas saying just in the past few hours that the pause will begin at 10 a.m. tomorrow. The Israeli government keeping the Biden administration waiting for nine hours of talks before finally making the announcement. President Biden welcoming the statement saying the First Lady Jill and I have been keeping all those held hostage and their loved ones close to our hearts. Coming home, around 50 of the women and children taken in the October 7th terror attacks. Three Americans are expected to be released in the first group, a senior administration official says, including three-year-old Abigail Moridan, her family hoping she'll be home for her birthday on Friday. She's turning four, and to like just imagine that she comes home and is with her family is, is, the, is our light right now in, in such a very dark and terribly, terribly horrific period. Here in Israel, urgent phone calls to families. The mother of 21-year-old Mia Sham, last seen in a Hamas propaganda video almost five weeks ago, praying she'll soon see her daughter in person. How how are you feeling this morning, Karen? Mm, Shaking since the moment I woke up. Um, You know, it's like a Russian roulette. We are waiting to see to see who will come back home. President Biden thanking mediators in Qatar and Egypt and Israel's prime minister, who pushed through the deal in a tense government meeting where he insisted a brief truce would not end the war. And just yesterday, fierce fighting. 250 airstrikes, Israel says, ahead of the initial four-day humanitarian pause starting tomorrow. In exchange for 50 hostages, 150 Palestinian prisoners, including some women and teenagers, will be released by Israel. The Red Cross will be given access to the hostages still held, while humanitarian aid will get to the people of Gaza, three to four hundred trucks a day and fuel. The biggest diplomatic breakthrough since 1,200 were murdered on October 7th. And according to the Hamas-run health ministry, more than 14,000 killed in Gaza. And this morning, so many hostage families hoping the agreement holds. Have you allowed yourself to think about what you might say to her the first time you see her? I don't think I will speak. I will just hold her and hug her and, and I just want to hold her. And Savannah, we've just been able to look through the list of Palestinians who may be released. They are mainly men accused or convicted of a range of offences, including throwing stones to terror offences like attempted murder or creating explosives. Savannah, if this deal holds, there could be more days of pauses. And on each day, we're told 10 more hostages could be released. Savannah. All right, Keir, thank you. Jake Sullivan is the national security advisor who has been intimately involved in negotiations for this hostage release. Mr. Sullivan, good morning. It's good to see you. Thanks for having me. We just heard the contours of this deal. Specifically, what do we know about the hostages that will be released? What does the Israeli government know? What does our government know? Do we know their identities? Uh, Or is it just a matter of who Hamas decides to release? 
We do have some information on their identities, but I want to caution that we won't completely know until we actually physically uh, receive these hostages coming out. What we know is that it is the women and children being held. Uh, we know who they are. And we know, uh, based on the list that has been provided, that there should be three Americans, two women and a child among them. But again, until we have eyes on the hostages, the American hostages and all of the others, we can't be certain about who exactly will be delivered in this deal. And then, so what are the mechanics of an exchange like this? Has Hamas provided proof of life? And then what are the logistics of releasing Palestinian prisoners in Israel and receiving these hostages from Hamas? Well, the hostages will be released over the course of a period of four days. So there will be a, an agonizing wait day by day as families look to see if, if their hostage, their loved one, is in the particular release that day. And each day, uh, the agreed number of Palestinian prisoners will also be released. And this will be done in a carefully choreographed way so that both sides can verify that the other side is upholding their end of the deal. Um, we don't have exact proof of life on everyone, and that's why they're doing this in this staged way to ensure that Hamas is actually following through on the people it says it has and that they are alive and can be returned to their families to be embraced by their loved ones in the days ahead. As you mentioned, the pause in fighting will take place over a period of, of four days. But Israel has said for every 10 additional hostages released, it would then pause the fighting for another 24 hours. Is, is this a good development? Does this enable potentially Hamas to extend, kind of reverse engineer a longer ceasefire? Well, Savannah, I'm glad you asked this question because really now the ball is in Hamas's court. Israel has said that it will continue a ceasefire day by day as long as Hamas continues to release hostages. So if Hamas has any care or concern for continuing a pause in the hostilities and frankly, any sense of responsibility, it will continue to release hostages and this pause can continue day by day as hostages come out. That would be the best possible outcome. It's an outcome the United States government, President Biden have advocated for, and it's one we hope to see come to pass in the days ahead. But of course, Hamas has proven to be anything but a humane uh, group of people. And so we can't be sure exactly what they're going to do. The Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has said that fighting will resume if hostages uh, are, are not released. What are the implications militarily for a pause like this? Well, there's, of course, a tension because a pause in the fighting does give Hamas some opportunity to reorient, rest, regroup. Uh, but that's balanced off against the human uh, win of actually getting people returned to their loved ones. And so that was a, a balance that the Israeli government was prepared to strike. And if, if there is a resumption of fighting, uh, the Israeli government will continue to try to focus on taking out the leadership of Hamas, the architects of this awful, brutal, bloody massacre on October 7th, and end the threat that Hamas poses to the state of Israel. And the pause is also an opportunity to get badly needed humanitarian aid into the Gaza Strip. How do you ensure that it gets to the people who need it and that uh, Hamas doesn't divert it, especially in the case, for example, of fuel? 
Well, one of the things the United States has been doing in parallel to negotiating the hostage deal has been working with the United Nations and humanitarian organizations so that they would be ready for when the pause went into effect, so that we could surge humanitarian assistance and, to your question, we could make sure that the UN, the Red Cross, and other international organizations on the ground would be the ones receiving that assistance and distributing it to innocent civilians rather than letting Hamas take it. And there are mechanisms in place to ensure that that happens. All right. White House National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan, an anxious few days, but uh, welcome news for the hostages in some cases. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. Let's now turn to the other big story this morning. We're talking about the holiday rush. So whether you're driving or you're flying to your Thanksgiving destination, you can expect big crowds throughout the day. This year, in fact, could be a record breaker. Millions of people are keeping a close eye on the holiday forecast, of course. So we'll check in with Al in just a minute. But first, NBC's Tom Costello is at Reagan National just outside D.C. Looks busy already, Tom. You will not believe these lines we have here at Reagan National Airport. Uh, in fact, I took video just a few minutes ago, and there is a 30-minute line that extends from here behind me all the way into the door into the parking garage here. Again, 30 minutes. They're using dogs here to try to speed it up. In other words, the dogs go through and sniff for any explosives and try to clear the line even faster. The reason we have long lines and Reagan National in the nation is really one of the most crowded is because we had such heavy rain yesterday that caused delays and cancellations rippling across the country. 372 delays nationwide right now, 40 cancellations. Reagan Airport, Boston and the New York City airports are the most affected. It's going to be a very heavy travel day nationwide. But if you're driving, if you're driving, you better get out soon because the busiest times are coming up fast. Get moving, America. The clock is ticking. The nation's airports and roads already filling up for the Turkey Day getaway. We are anticipating a smooth ride. (laughs) On Tuesday, heavy rain slowed things down. Today, a better forecast. The best time to drive today, now till 11 a.m. The worst times, 2 to 6 p.m., when traffic will be 11% heavier than normal. Not everyone hates the traffic. I like traveling on Thanksgiving a lot. But in the nation's airports... I wish I would have left yesterday or the day before. 2.6 million air travelers slowly snaked through checkpoints on Tuesday. Even more expected today. In Phoenix and L.A., airport food workers have been on strike. We need these jobs. We don't want to be replaced with AI and robots. Meanwhile, Southwest pilots and American flight attendants are threatening to strike, but not for several weeks, if at all. United 1348 ran push At Chicago O'Hare, where United is the biggest carrier, it's a full-court press. United is trusting you guys with their aircraft worth tens of millions of dollars and their passengers, hundreds of them at a time. That's a big responsibility. Yeah, when I train people, I always tell people to pretend like your family is on that plane. Lots of families this time of year. In the terminal, United's agents on demand are the latest innovation. This is Esther, agent on demand. How can I help today? Passengers just click the QR code for a video connection. I'm leaving at 2 p.m. to Washington. I'd love to go closer to 5 p.m. Is that possible? Yes, perfect. I have a flight at 5.16, if you like that flight. People like to see people. It's like kind of like that human nature and human touch. So we still provide that without having to stand in line. No one likes a line, especially in a weather delay. 
Yeah, so that has been the problem today, right? We've had these delays, and we could have more into the weekend if this weather doesn't cooperate. Nearly 3 million people on Sunday. I've never seen lines this long here at Reagan National. So we are seeing record Thanksgiving travel, you guys. Back to you. I can't believe you scanned a QR code and got a human being who helped you with something. That's pretty, that's pretty incredible, Tom. Wow. It is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thank you. Well, he really nailed it. The weather's the X factor. Yeah. We've got Al marking the spot over there. Well, we, in fact, here in New York City, we got almost two and a half inches of rain over the last 24 hours. I got a lot in D.C. as well. And you can see out west, things looking great. I-80, I-94, I-5, all I-35, all fairly clear. The big problems are here along the I-95 corridor as this system starts to push away. So what we're looking at, airport delays, Boston, New York, probably going to be uh, really affected today. Some slower delays in Philadelphia, Washington. Weather-wise, not a problem. It's just they got to get all those folks out. Raleigh-Durham may see some problems. Atlanta looking pretty good as well. And again, I-91, I-95 here in the Northeast probably see some problems. Snowy conditions up through Maine. Heavy showers and thunderstorms along the I-85, I-40, and I-95 corridors down there. Then in the afternoon, we get some residual winds around this system. So things probably slow up a bit in Boston, Hartford. But New York City, Philly, Washington, all clearing out. And we go into Thanksgiving Day, actually looking pretty good along the eastern seaboard. Going to be chilly in the northeast. Heavy snow through the Rockies in Pumpkin Vine. We're looking at Mayflower Village, California, uh, partly sunny skies, and burnt corn, Alabama. <laughs> Going to see a temperature of 57. Acorn, Virginia. These are all of our, our Thanksgiving. Cranberry, Pennsylvania, yeah. sunshine and 49 degrees. Yeah. Guys? How Turkey, about Texas. And how about Spuds, Florida? Spud, Florida. I'm into That's it. Right. Bean yeah. station. I mean, it's just that map just keeps on giving. I know. It's, it's the gift that keeps giving. Thank Thanks, you, Al. Al. We'll check back in in just a minute for the full forecast. Yeah. Craig joins the table now. Two big stories yes. in the tech world. Wow. Hoda, Savannah, good morning. Good morning to you as well. One of the leaders in artificial intelligence, Sam Altman, is back at the company he helped found, reinstated overnight just days after being fired. Meanwhile, Elon Musk is fighting claims of anti-Semitism against him and his social media platform, X. NBC News senior business correspondent Christine Romans has the latest on both of these big stories. Christine, good morning. Good morning to you. Two big names in tech and a whole lot of drama. This morning, we're learning more about Altman's big return after that weekend ouster, while Elon Musk is feeling the heat under the spotlight. This morning, shakeups in the tech world for two companies that have major impacts on American lives. The CEO of OpenAI, Sam Altman, now back on top after being abruptly fired just days ago. The company announcing it's reached an agreement in principle after a chaotic few days when Altman was fired, followed by many of OpenAI's employees threatening to quit. I believe that this will be the most important and beneficial technology humanity has ever has yet invented. Altman is a leader in the world of AI, the fast-growing technology with the potential to change how the world works, everything from cancer treatments to climate change. But there have also been concerns about its growing power and use for disinformation and deep fakes. And the controversy at OpenAI highlighted the dispute over its potential dangers. Altman's the Zuckerberg to social media, Musk to electric vehicles. He's the golden child. It comes as another tech titan is also under fire, Elon Musk, the Tesla CEO who bought Twitter last year, transforming it into X, embroiled in controversy. Progressive media watchdog Media Matters published an expose contending X showed advertising on the platform adjacent to pro-Nazi material. 
a number of major media companies, including NBC News parent company Comcast, all paused advertising. Musk this week filing a lawsuit disputing the report, Media Matters calling the suit frivolous. Musk posting last night, There's a large graveyard filled with my enemies. I do not wish to add to it, but will if given no choice. I'll say what I want to say, and if, 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 uh, if the consequence of that is losing money, so be it. Concerns have been growing about Musk's influence. The CEO's technology from his other companies is used throughout the world, in conflict zones, and even by the U.S. military. Savannah asking Musk's biographer about that power earlier this fall. Are you comfortable that this singular man has that kind of influence over our world? I think it's not great that he has so much power. Well, okay. uh, his personal statement, Elon Musk's personal statements on X have also come under fire as well. What's been the backlash? Well, the White House last week said that, um, you know, they called him out for for talking to engaging with anti-Semitic posts or what the White House called anti-Semitic posts. He said there nothing could be further from the truth. He is not anti-Semitic, but he does engage on Twitter in a way that raises a lot of concerns among investors, among critics, among people who use uh, Twitter as a public forum. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Christine. Thanks, Christine. All right, we got Al back with the national forecast. Oh, yeah, forecast. we missed you. Oh, and I missed you all. <laughs> you and, of course, we all missed each other. Uh, we are looking at strong storms along the southeast coast. Sunny and mild, big part of the chunk country. And we're looking at a few showers in the Pacific Northwest. And that's your latest weather, guys. All right, Thanks, Al, buddy. thank you. Coming up today marks 60 years since President Kennedy was assassinated. And so many questions still linger. Our Morgan Chesky is at Dealey Plaza in Dallas this morning. Hi, Morgan. Yeah, Savannah, good morning. This is near the site of where that horrific tragedy took place. Coming up, how John F. Kennedy is being remembered and the never-before-seen artifacts that are now available to the public. All right, thanks, Morgan. Plus, we are taking the stress out of Thanksgiving. We'll have some last-minute travel tips, hosting help, what to do if you haven't even started planning your meal yet. We've got you covered. But first, this is Today on NBC. Hi, I'm Cindy Lauper. My scalp was covered with psoriasis, which could lead to psoriatic arthritis. But Cosentix treats both. Cosentix Secukinumab is prescribed for adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis, 300 milligram dose, and adults with active psoriatic arthritis, 150 milligram dose. Don't use if you're allergic to Cosentix. Before starting, get checked for TB. Serious allergic reactions, severe skin reactions that look like eczema, and an increased risk of infections, some fatal, have occurred. Cosentix may lower ability to fight infections, so tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms like fevers, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, had a vaccine or plan to, or if IBD symptoms develop or worsen. Learn more at Cosentix.com or 1-844-COSENTIX. Cosentix works for me. Ask your doctor about Cosentix. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more 
visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Grateful you're here. 730. It's Wednesday, November 22nd. What a crowd, man. We got a lively crowd on the plaza. A lot of people, no doubt, in town for the Macy's uh, Thanksgiving Day Parade. They may actually be in the parade. Yes. But if you're not able to join us in person, please still be part of our holiday tradition. Here's a new thing. The parade actually starts earlier this year, 8.30 in the morning. A supersized parade. It yeah, is a supersized. We get an extra half hour can parade. We, can we reveal that you're going to be riding briefly on tur- Tom Turkey? Tom Turkey. The I'm gonna, float? I've never ridden on a Macy's This float. is breaking it news. It's very exciting, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we look forward to it. we got a lot to get to this morning, including a look back on what remains one of the most stunning and somber days in American history. 60 years ago today. President John F. Kennedy was assassinated. Now, decades later, there remains many unanswered questions about that fateful day. Our Morgan Chesky is in Daly Plaza, where many still come to pay their respects. Hey, Morgan, good morning. Hey, Hoda, good morning. And you know, you can watch the movies, you can read all of the books, but it's not until you stand here overlooking the grassy knoll in Daly Plaza that you feel that weight of how the president lost his life on that fateful day. The assassination of President John F. Kennedy has been called the end of America's innocence and perhaps the beginning of its biggest and most enduring mystery. Sixty years after the fateful day in Dallas, the words still stun. President Kennedy died at approximately one o'clock Central Standard Time. America's young, inspiring president gunned down by a man the Warren Commission would later claim acted alone, firing three shots from this six-floor window in a book depository. We have to learn why the death of this one man so impacted the nation and the world. Stephen Fagan is curator at the Sixth Floor Museum at Dilly Plaza, giving today a first look at a new exhibit, Two Days in Texas, marking the somber anniversary. This particular artifact has never been displayed before. Sharing how a trauma surgeon ditched protocols in an effort to save the president. He didn't have a chance to change into surgical scrubs, Mm. and so he was wearing his dress shirt, which was stained with the president's blood. JFK's personal possessions, letters, books, even a boat, now all coveted pieces of history. His death changed things. It really did. It changed the course of 20th century American history. Which is why so many still come here to remember and pay tribute. Multiple X's marking the spots where bullets found their mark in 1963. The X is that that's something I hadn't seen before. And that really kind of gets me. And everyone has their own thoughts on Lee Harvey Oswald, Kennedy's accused gunman, who was himself killed just two days later on live TV. Do you think Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone? No, I don't. Oh, my gosh. The older I get, the more I believe he had, he did not. I think there was probably a conspiracy. Conspiracy or not, 60 years later, the loss hangs heavy, especially for JFK's family. This picture capturing his daughter, Ambassador Caroline Kennedy, recently honoring her father at Arlington National Cemetery. Is it the lack of closure here that you think helps keep this story alive. 
It is the mystery, the lingering questions that bring people to Dealey Plaza. Hopefully, they leave here with a broader appreciation of who President Kennedy was, what his legacy still means to us today. And since part of the president's legacy remains those unanswered questions on what happened on that fateful day, the National Archives has said that they've released 99% of formerly classified documents. As for that remaining 1%, President Biden says that they should be continue to be processed and released in full or at least redacted versions until the reason for their initial classification is no longer applicable. Hoda. All right, Morgan Chesky for us there in Dallas on this anniversary. All right, Morgan, thank you. Coming up, guys, we got a very special edition of The Boost, a whole new way to look at a Thanksgiving Day tradition. All right, but today, first, if it's feeling a little chaotic with all the last-minute holiday activities, maybe you haven't even shopped yet, don't worry. Vicki wins, got your back. All right. Always. Good morning, Savannah Hoda and Craig, and happy Thanksgiving Eve to you. From how to deal with the last-minute turkey emergencies to where you can still pick up supplies tomorrow on Thanksgiving Day, I'm going to have all the tips for you. That's coming up next right here on Today. I'm Cindy Lauper. My psoriasis was all over, even on my scalp, which may mean four times the risk for psoriatic arthritis. But Cosentix works on both. Cosentix secukinumab is prescribed for adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis 300 milligram dose and adults with active psoriatic arthritis 150 milligram dose. Don't use if you're allergic to Cosentix. Before starting, get checked for TB. Serious allergic reactions, severe skin reactions that look like eczema, and an increased risk of infections, some fatal, have occurred. Cosentix may lower ability to fight infections, so tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms like fevers, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, had a vaccine or plan to, or if IBD symptoms develop or worsen. Learn more at Cosentix.com or one Eight four four Cosentix. Ask your doctor about Cosentix. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Something just came out of the back of the helicopter. It's uh, a dark object. Uh, perhaps a skydiver plumbing to, to the earth from only 2,000 feet in the air. There's no parachutes yet. We're back. That's a classic scene from WKRP in Cincinnati. That was the famous turkey drop <laughs> oh, episode. If only they came that way. If you are looking for some last minute Thanksgiving help without the chaos, NBC senior consumer investigative correspondent Vicki Wynn is here. She's on the case. We co- we've talked a lot about air travel, yeah. but c- just give us your hot takes, like your best tips on that. Sure. 4.7 million people traveling today, to, between today and Sunday. Today will be the busiest. TSA says the number one thing that slows everybody down is when you bring those items that are banned. Earlier this oh, week, yeah. Sam Brock said if it's spillable, sprayable, or spreadable, you cannot have it in an amount more than 3.4 ounces, mm-hmm. and that includes peanut butter. But here's what you can bring. You can bring gifts. Keep them unwrapped. You can bring a baby products, formula or uh, breast milk in an amount 
higher than 3.4 ounces. Mm -hmm. And you can bring food that is frozen as long as, as it is solid when it goes through. So if you have a delay and grandma's gravy starts to thaw, oh, you might have you to leave that behind. Yeah. And be sure to have the Apple AirTags, too, in your luggage because that will help you if anything gets lost. Mm. And as Al is always saying, ABC, always be charging. charging. Have your phone be charged and keep that airline app handy. It's your one-stop shop for your boarding pass, customer service, any alerts about flight delays. You mentioned Grandma's Gravy. So if the Thanksgiving feast is tomorrow and you yeah. haven't started yet, <laughs> what's your, what are your best tips to get going? If you live near a Cracker Barrel or a Denny's, you can <laughs> still get a meal that is just needs to be reheated. You pre-order wow. it. Yep, oh. there it is. It starts at $100 around there for Cracker Barrel. That feeds four to six people. Denny's is under 60 bucks. You get turkey, gravy, stuff, uh, stuffing, mashed potatoes, cranberries, all of it. The other thing is on Thanksgiving Day, Uber, DoorDash, they will all be operating, Grubhub as well. There are even those alcohol delivery services, Drizzly and Minibar. Here are the stores that are actually open, though, on limited hours. You've got Albertsons, Ralph's, uh, Safeway, Sprouts, and Acme. You do not want to go to Aldi's or Trader Joe's. They will be closed. But you know what is open? The Butterball Hotline. Oh, Any turkey yes. emergency, those folks work hard and they will help you. Yes. If you're hosting tomorrow, if you're hosting friends or family, any tips for those people, those any, brave souls? Anytime you get a lot of people together, expect spills and messes. So get the, strain, the stain treatments ready right now. A stain stick for the clothes. <laughs> so true. Apparently for red wine, uh, Real Simple says you can get red wine out with white wine or salt or shaving cream. Coffee stains, white vinegar works really well. Have plenty of absorbent towels on hand. The key is blotting, 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 and being patient. Let the stain remover do its work. And then one other tip has to do with boundaries and talking about what is safe. Dr. Jen Hartstein, a psychologist, says this is the year. Start up front. You know what? We're not going to talk about Uncle Bob and the politics. We're not going to say why Aunt Tina needs to quit smoking. Keep it all focused on the food, the family, yes. and what we are grateful for. Yes. We'll be okay. Amen. Yeah. Oh, Vicky. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. You really hit all the, 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 the pieces there. I love it. All right, Vicky. thank you. Let's get our forecast. Wow. <laughs> Things could go downhill really quickly if you don't listen to those tips. I like it. All right. So let's show you as far as your travel is concerned on Friday. It's going to be blustery and cold. Florida showers, st a big snowstorm in the Rockies. So we're going to be watching that very closely. Uh, the, the roads, basically, we're talking about the Rockies. Uh, I-25, I-15, I-70, rest of the country pretty good. Florida, there'll be some occasional showers. Now we move into Saturday. It should be fairly decent. Again, around the Rockies, we're looking at snowy, cold conditions. So I-15, I-25, I-70, some problems. We're looking at really clear sailing in the east. Sunday's going to be the rough one, okay? And then uh, I know some of our friends are traveling. Uh, I think Craig Melvin is traveling on Sunday. Going down the God's country, baby. Oh, that's right. And then you're coming back on Sunday with the kids. Yes. So uh, you've got you've got decent weather, uh, really, on that for that. So that's looking good. Some lights snow in Chicago, so that may be a problem for airports. But up and down the eastern seaboard, we got clear skies, uh, clear sailing. Boston, New York, maybe some delays, but out west, going to be gorgeous. Uh, the Great Lakes, could maybe Chicago, a few delays, but any otherwise, all going to be good. And that's your latest weather, guys. All right, Al, thank you. Uh, still ahead on Popstar and 80s Classic, making a comeback with a twist. We'll tell you about the search for the next Karate Kid. Wow. First, though, the unbelievable numbers behind the Macy's Parade, the thousands of hours, pounds of glitter, and all that colorful confetti right after this. And that. 
Carson is here. Let's yeah. do it. This is a special boost. Oh, yeah. This might be the most special boost. Here we go. We're 24 hours away from the 97th annual Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And as the countdown hits that final stretch, let's dive into the numbers, the parade numbers. To bring it all to life, it takes more than 8,000 hours of labor from the remarkable Parade Studio crew, crew 5,000 volunteers, 4,500 colorful costumes, and for the glitz and glam, a whopping 2,000 gallons of paint, wow. 300 pounds of glitter, That's a lot of glitter, and 200 pounds of confetti. And for what you'll see along the parade route, 26 floats, 16 giant character balloons, 12 outstanding marching bands but check out all of those marchers and band leaders in the parade tomorrow oh my gosh and you i know you're gonna help us out i remember right my now. mother calling the butterball turkey hotline yeah. she had so many questions yeah. so that was a thing in the 80s i don't know if that's still a so thing. Oh, it's still but a thing. we've got i here so if you have questions for the food all those questions will get answered it's the last I minute know. cooking stuff we've got you covered with the great Ina Gardner. Hi, I'm Cindy Lauper. My scalp was covered with psoriasis, which could lead to psoriatic arthritis. But Cosentix treats both. Cosentix Secukinumab is prescribed for adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis, 300 milligram dose, and adults with active psoriatic arthritis, 150 milligram dose. Don't use if you're allergic to Cosentix. Before starting, get checked for TB. Serious allergic reactions, severe skin reactions that look like eczema, and an increased risk of infections, some fatal, have occurred. Cosentix may lower ability to fight infections, so tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms like fevers, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, had a vaccine or plan to, or if IBD symptoms develop or worsen. Learn more at Cosentix.com or 1-844-COSENTIX. Cosentix works for me. Ask your doctor about Cosentix.